feisty, fearless, and fair, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, the plot thickens. Now, former Vice President Pence has had documents at his place. Is there anybody who's been in Washington that doesn't have documents in their home? I used to live in Washington, so maybe I better go check maybe my garage. And maybe I should check like the washing machine or the kitchen. Maybe it's in the microwave. Who knows where it is? Because these documents seem to be turning up all over the place. And what do you think, everybody, as we're hearing tonight, that former Vice President Pence decided on his own, and that's why I think this makes this case very different, he decided on his own after all the headlines, basically, hey, let me go in at my home and do a search just to do my, quote, due diligence. That's what he did. And then he said, in the course of that, FBI agents discovered in a safe, apparently it was in a locked-in area, but technically, obviously, he should have returned them. But it wasn't a, quote, at least semi-secure area, not a skiff, but at least a semi-secure area. And then immediately they alerted the National Archives. What do you think of that? Do you think that that changes the dynamics In terms of Trump, in terms of Biden, does that make everything a wash? Or does that, again, highlight the fact that so far, President Biden has had, it's either six or seven document discoveries all over the place. And he is the only one, so it seems, that has documents that could go back to, uh, who knows, the Nixon era. I mean, to me, there's a big, big difference. And also the way it's been handled is such a huge difference. We heard from Vice President Pence's office basically saying, you know what? Um, he wanted to be careful. He wanted to be appropriate. He wanted to be respectful. That's why he's doing it. And that's why he's reporting it. And that's why he just wanted to dot his I's and cross his T's, right? And yet, on the other hand, we're hearing, of course, from the Biden team, nothing's there. No, they're there, remember? No remorse. Doesn't say he's sorry. No regrets. So to me, it actually shows, I think, a very stark contrast between the two individuals. And to me, it also shows how crazy is it the way that they handled President Trump going in with the FBI to Mar-a-Lago to raid the place. I told you guys before that I covered Washington. I was a senior correspondent for Fox News in Washington. And every president, I wouldn't say vice president, I certainly wouldn't say somebody as a senator, which, of course, Biden had documents from. But almost every former president had some documents, some sort of documents that they had to return. There were always negotiations basically back and forth with the National Archives. It was never a big deal. But now, suddenly, they go in with guns blazing into Mar-a-Lago and say, you know, it's like the OK Corral and basically hand it over or else, you know what, face execution, basically, is essentially what some of the people on MSNBC were suggesting. And so you look at that to the elegance of a Mike Pence who says, oh, I just decided to check and here's what I found. Here it is. 
And now we hear, you know, Biden. Here it is weeks, months later from when he his team, at least, says they made the discovery. We're supposed to trust everything they said. And I can't believe that at this point, after what I just told you, what the way they handled President Biden, I mean, President Trump, the way they handled him going in really with guns blazing and everything else. Here it is two months later. And still we're seeing basically President Biden and his attorneys just kind of lackadaisical, no regrets, no they're there. I don't see some big raid on any of his homes. Why are they not going through every single inch, not just of that Wilmington, Delaware home, but what about Rehoboth, Rehoboth, Delaware, where he spends a lot of his time? That's like his vacation home. Why are they not searching there? Why are they not searching all these other places that Biden has been at, especially now since he was senator? Because guess what? They could have documents going back decades. I mean, the stark contrast from the way this has been handled is stunning. And to me, it just shows such a politicization, such a weaponization of the DOJ. And when I heard Merrick Garland, the attorney general, basically say, you know what? We're neutral. We don't pick favorites. We just treat everybody equal. That is such a bunch of hogwash. That is so ridiculous. Look at the examples. Trump, they go in guns blazing, pre-dawn raid at Mar-a-Lago. Biden, he's tiptoeing through the tulips, and it's basically the honor system. Where are the FBI raids on all of the locations that he's basically spent time, substantial time at since he was senator, since the documents go back to then? I'm waiting for that moment, and I hope that we see it. 1-800-848-9222. Meantime, by the way, Vice President Pence does have a little bit of cleanup to do on aisle seven because he did an interview. This was November 22nd with ABC News, and he was talking to ABC host David Muir. And at that time, David Muir, this was right after the raid on Mar-a-Lago, and David Muir basically said to him, you know what, can you guarantee that you don't have documents? Because Pence was saying, look, it wasn't appropriate for Trump to have documents. He should have returned him. And then, of course, he was asked the $64 million question. So this is Vice President Pence on November 22nd answering this question to David Muir of ABC. Take a listen. Did you take any classified documents with you? Uh, I, I did not. Um, do you see any reason for anyone to take documents with them leaving the White House? Well, there'd be no reason to classify documents, particularly if they were in an unprotected area. There'd be no reason to take them. They would have to be in a protected area. I wouldn't be able to get them back, all these other things. Well, guess what? Now they uncovered some documents, which is really interesting. I'm sort of surprised that they just did the search now. Maybe it's because of the discovery that Biden had it all the way back till he was senator. Maybe it's the fact that now there's been like six, seven, I don't know how many discoveries. Again, it's the honor system with President Biden. And it's like the electric chair, it seems, the way they treat President Trump. Um, but basically, maybe it was just this moment. I don't know why he didn't go and check after the whole thing with Trump before he opened his mouth. He should have checked then before he started sort of semi-criticizing Trump. Needless to say, Pence was nowhere near like Biden. Biden's like orange man bad. 
And me, well, no regrets, just a couple inadvertent mistakes, leaving them around by my drug-addicted, porn-addicted son. So that's basically the contrast. You know, I mean, you can't make this up. And here is Senator Lindsey Graham from the great state of South Carolina. And he said that he is sure he doesn't have any documents and he can't believe how reckless President Biden has been. Take a listen. And I want to know why the press wasn't told about this event days before the 2022 election. They had found out that there were classified information in Biden's home days before the 2022 election, and they sat on it. That's what I want to understand. And if you come to my house, you'll find Chick-fil-A bags all over the floor, but you're not going to find any classified information. By the way, I don't blame him. Chick-fil-A is pretty good. So I don't blame him on that stuff. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Let's go to Teddy, line one. Ted, go ahead. Your thoughts on this, my friend. Yeah, good evening. I'm good. I'm going to bed early tonight because my girlfriend, Lenore, has got to get a bone marrow test tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. But I said I Oh, have- no. Well, first off, Teddy, before we get to it, our thoughts and prayers are, of course, with Lenore tomorrow as she has the test. And we're going to be thinking about you. Make sure you let us know. I hope she gets good news tomorrow. So thank you for we're going to be thinking of her. Go ahead, Ted. I appreciate your kind thoughts. And I know they're sincere. Absolutely. But I'd like to ask you, you know, you make it seem like Pence committed a misdemeanor and Biden committed a felony. They both, they all had documents, classified documents, Trump, Biden, and Pence. They're all guilty, as far as I'm concerned, of negligence or whatever. By, by, by the way, by the way Teddy, 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 I will agree but with I you. I want you to condemn it. I, I just, want you to Teddy, condemn it. Teddy, Teddy, hang on. I don't want you to get like all up in, uh, up in your pants there, but hang on one second. First off, I agree with you that they're all wrong for having the documents. Now, the only issue, though, with Trump, Trump says he declassified the documents. So if indeed he did declassify, then he wouldn't be wrong because as president, he is allowed to declassify. And he also had them in a secure location in Mar-a-Lago where the Secret Service is on a daily, hourly basis. They are there 24 hours a day. They are there in a protected location. They said, hey, we see where they are. Can you put an extra padlock? And he did do that. So that's one. Uh, the difference, of course, with Pence, Pence said he did it on his own. He did a search and he discovered that he had these documents. He doesn't have the right to declassify as a vice president. So you're correct on that point. Uh, he did take the initiative on his own. From all accounts, we haven't heard that anybody told him to go look or anything like that. And apparently they called the FBI immediately, called the National Archives immediately. The FBI went and retrieved it. And he says that that's it. So it sounds to me like it was much more of an initiative and an immediate response, by the way, from the National Archives and an immediate response from the FBI. And we're hearing about it because they said it just happened late last week. So it's only been a few days. So that's also admirable that he divulged it right away on his own. It didn't break. He divulged it on his own. Now, as for your friend, Joe Biden, Joe Biden has left documents almost in the half of the eastern seaboard, Teddy. I mean, he's left them in a garage. It's like every day they check, they find something. And we still haven't had a federal, basically, search of Rehoboth 
and a lot of other locations. And the whole thing with Hunter Biden, that is a walking disaster. So, Ted, that's why there's a big issue there. And he had documents all the way back from when he was senator. He's been the senator since the 70s, Teddy. That's a long time. There could be Cold War secrets in there. Who knows? Well, then he won't get reelected. And I don't think he should run again. Okay, forget about this. He's. He's too old, and I don't think Trump should run again because he's far from being too old. He's out of his mind. Okay? <laughs> well, Teddy, Teddy, I disagree with you on that. At least uh, Trump uh, knows what state he's in and what state of mind he's in. I'm not sure about either for Biden. He just seems like, oh, well, uh, sorry I left him sitting around my drug-addicted son. That's a dangerous formula. But, Teddy, thank you for the call. And, again, thoughts and prayers for Lenore tomorrow very, very much. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. I say there's a big difference. Teddy said they're all the same. What do you think? 1-800-848-9222. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, I don't think uh, Biden's ever been hot-blooded, but that's a whole other story. We are talking about Vice President Pence, the former vice president. Now he's got documents. Is there anybody out there that doesn't have documents? Please raise your hand. There's probably one or two in the country because it seems like everybody's now got documents. The difference is Pence did do a search on his own. They were said to be in a locked location. And there are different reports about the amount. There's some that say it's six. There's some that say it's about 10 different documents. But they don't go back to his time when he was in Congress. They only go back, apparently, to when he was vice president. Remember, Biden's go back until basically Abraham Lincoln when he started, basically, in Congress, around the same time as good old Abe. But listen to Attorney General Merrick Garland, because he was asked at a hearing the other day, do you really treat both cases the same? And they were referring to not the Pence case, because that just came out a few hours ago, but they were referring to the fact that Trump, of course, was really treated with a heavy hand of law enforcement, courtesy of Merrick Garland and his team. However, Biden is sort of just kind of dancing through the tulips, going through the paces. Doesn't look like anyone's strong arming him. They haven't even searched a lot of locations. But Merrick Garland contends that he's not going soft on his boss, Joe Biden. Take a listen to this one. The department has a set of norms and practices that have been part of our DNA since Ed Levy was the attorney general, uh, the first post-Watergate attorney general. These are essential for us to continue. They uh, uh, ensure that we adhere to the rule of law. These mean, among other things, that we do not have different rules for Democrats or Republicans, different rules for the powerful or the powerless, different rules for the rich or for the poor. We apply uh, the facts and the law in each case in a neutral, nonpartisan manner. Uh, that is what we uh, always do, and that is what we do in the uh, matters that you're referring to. Sure. Is there anybody that believes this? I got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn or somewhere else. one 800 Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn with the bridge. Go ahead, Larry. Yeah, um, you took my bridge line, but that's okay. 
Um, <laughs> oh, did, were you planning on doing that too? Wow! Let, no, no I did it. I did it a couple of weeks ago. Probably uh, was lodged in your subconscious. It somewhere. probably was. I, I stole your line, Larry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you, can, you, you can have it. It wasn't that good. Um, anyway, okay. Uh, first of all, the political psycho fans like Teddy and probably his uh, his uh, his uh, same page ego, Stan. Even though Teddy's a much more warmer and cuddly version of Stan. To these people, it's all the same. But the fact of the matter is, is that, and also when you when you start saying who else has documents, you make it seem like it's all the same too. But actually, the fact that Pence had documents that is very very good for Trump, and I'll tell you why. Because everybody knows Pence has this squeaky clean image. You know, he follows the law. He's afraid to take a chance, like he did with in Congress. He did the right thing. He always does the right thing. So the thing is, this, this, this whole business of having documents, it's overblown. When you say everybody does it, it's true. It's the thing of the matter, it's a technicality that you're not supposed to. Everybody knows it's a technicality, and these things are overclassified. That's why, uh, that's why uh, Barack Obama passed that law about uh, de- things get declassified over time. But because but the difference little- is, Larry, and, and I, I know I, I hear you because you're right. They are overclassified. The difference is... And I want to get your take on this is also, first of all, Biden's are all over the place. I mean, there's a big difference between, first of all, having it in a lock, uh, you know, basically safe in your home where they checked because they assume something might be there just to check as a backup um, and finding it there. Again, it's not good that they're anywhere because who knows what's in them. And that obviously matters. But the other thing is Biden had them all the way back when he was senator. You're never supposed to take them anywhere when you're senator. Real quick, Larry. All right, so that's what I'm saying. There's petty larceny and there's grand larceny. The fact that Biden did leave, now Biden stands out like a sore thumb because there's intent and where he kept it next to a Corvette, a lock safe and next to a Corvette shows that there was intent for somebody to find it. So- that's a great point. Either that or, boy, are you reckless and forgetful. I agree, Lair. More after this. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, where we honor our great law enforcement and, of course, their families, a powerful story coming tonight on the show from Dallas, Texas, where a Dallas police officer was on his break grabbing food at a McDonald's drive through when a baby nearby stopped breathing. Dallas Police Department Senior Corporal Sergio Perez was on break from training with his canine partner, Goro. He pulled into an East Dallas McDonald's drive through late at night to get his dog some nuggets as a reward. That's a good reward. When he heard suddenly someone yelling for help. So he says that he pulled up to see what was going on and a female came around the corner holding a child on her shoulders, and she was yelling and screaming that she needed to get her child to the hospital because he was not breathing. So he stayed calm and tried to calm also the frantic mother, and he jumped into action and started CPR immediately, performing chest compressions on what turned out to be a one-year-old boy. Corporal Perez says, my training kept in. I stayed calm. I just kept talking to the child and reassuring the mom 
that everything was going to be okay. Perez said that after less than a minute of CPR, the boy started breathing again. Following his assistance to the boy, he then immediately rushed over to take the boy to the Dallas Fire and Rescue Ambulance because the boy was having a seizure. He said, being a father myself, I am so glad that I was able to be there in this emergency. Police say that the boy is amazingly doing very well now, and Perez is being called a hero. He says, quote, all in a day's work, and it was on my birthday, by the way, adding that divine intervention put him at the right place at the right time. What a great, great story of the incredible work that our law enforcement do every single day. And bravo to Corporal Sergio Perez at the Dallas Police Department. Well, we are talking, of course, about this big revelation that now former Vice President Pence had documents, too, but that he found them. He said he did a search just out of an abundance of caution, and he did find what looked to be documents, he thought, in the safe, also that his attorneys and also others who were qualified at looking at classified documents were the ones who were called in for the search. So nobody who didn't have clearance was there. And then, apparently, also as soon as they discovered him, he says immediately they notified the National Archives and the FBI retrieved him. This was all done on his own. A little bit different than what we have seen, certainly, from President Biden, who, again, documents date all the way back to when he was senator. And also, what a contrast to the way that you think about the way that DOJ and FBI has handled Biden versus Trump. There's so much talk about it tonight. And here is Molly Hemingway, conservative commentator, talking about the big difference between the two. The general consensus does seem to be that they're going after Biden to try to remove him. I don't actually feel like that's showing by what we're seeing, how the Department of Justice is handling things. They have bent over backwards to be kind to him. They were allowing that story to be kept secret for months. There's a complete deviation between how they treated Trump, which was very immature. It was very unprofessional, raiding the former president's house over this document dispute versus like how gentle and careful they are. I basically think that it's kind of cute how we act like problems for Democrats are electoral problems. They're only electoral problems if the Democratic machine Mm -hmm. decides for them to be electoral problems. Isn't it interesting? By the way, some new polls show that Biden, uh, one poll shows Biden's doing okay, but there is another poll that just came out. It's a Harvard-Harris poll, basically showing that Trump is taking a clear lead over Biden because people are just seeing that Biden is such a hypocrite. He was out there blasting President Trump, and now it turns out he's got documents all over the place. And he's not accepting any responsibility. That's the other thing, too. When you look at it, it is stunning, the contrast, because here you've got a president who was allowed to have those documents. And I'm talking about President Trump because he could have declassified them as president. Now you've got Biden basically saying, that's my staff's fault. They took it after I left the vice presidency or after I left. He hasn't even said anything about the Senate documents because it's just so bad that they go all the way back. He never should have taken them, period, as senator. All the senators that you've heard all over the place and the ones I've talked to said they have to look at it in a secure location. And then they're asked when they're walking out of the secure location by staff, you didn't take anything, did you? You're not allowed to. Da, 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 da. So what is he doing with these documents hanging around all over the garage with Hunter Biden? I mean, it's astounding. 
And he's also pointing the finger basically also at his staff, basically saying, well, they were moving the documents. They were doing this. I didn't do anything wrong. What's the common denominator of all these locations where so far the documents have been found? The Penn Biden Center in Washington, the garage, the library area too. all of this in the home in Wilmington, Delaware. The commonality is that's where Biden hangs out. So what, the documents just magically walk there or what one of his staff planted? If that's the case, then the staff should be arrested. What is he doing? Is he getting to the bottom of it? Doesn't look like it. It just sounds like he is doing just a huge amount of finger pointing. And that's why I think if you look at some of the new polls and everything else, I think that these discoveries just show how fumbly, bumbly, that's the nicest thing I can say about Biden. And then the worst is that he's conniving, that he was planning to have these documents. We need to know what's in these documents. Are they related to his son, Hunter? We know that they're related to Ukraine and China and elsewhere, Iran. We need to know what's in there. And why does he happen to have those documents from the Senate time when he never should have even walked out of the building with them as a senator? I mean, there's some serious, outrageous things here. And it's not just like, oh, well, you know, they're discovered. No big deal. Some people are wondering the Pence thing, does that help Biden or does that hurt Biden? Does that help Trump? Does that hurt Trump? What are your thoughts of where it goes? I think it definitely helps Trump because Pence was also a little critical of Trump. I think it definitely eliminates the chance that Trump is ever going to be indicted on this. There's no way in heck I would ever imagine now that Merrick Garland could look himself in the mirror, although who knows. But I don't think there's any way that they would ever consider indicting Trump. Now, I thought they would have before just because they're so intent on trying to get him on anything. And I think the documents they were trying to, and now they're realizing how foolish and ridiculous they are. So I don't think they're going to do that tied to the documents at least. But I still think it shows such a disparity in the way that Pence has handled it with these new documents he did on his own and Biden pointing the finger to everybody else. Take a listen. Here's Mark Thiessen's take on the Biden. Uh, basically, everybody else's mea culpa but my own. When these documents were first found at the Penn Biden Center in his home, they tried to blame the staff. They tried to blame the Kathy Chung, who was his executive assistant, mm-hmm. um, and throw her under the bus and say, well, maybe she's the one who did this and, and all the rest of it. But now we found documents from his Senate tenure. Mm-hmm. Kathy Chung didn't work for him in the Senate. He had a completely different staff in the Senate. So what this shows is this isn't a staff problem. This is a Joe Biden problem. He has been doing this for decades. I mean, he came to the Senate in 1972. You look through these 1,800 boxes going back to 1972, he might have some classified documents from the Cold War. Hey, that was my line. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But you know, it's interesting that there could be how many documents are laying around. If he had some from the Senate, just on a quick discovery in one location... They got to be scouring. Where's the FBI going in and checking all of these locations? Who knows what else is out there? And Mark Thiessen also says Biden's problem is also his ego. Because remember, he came across as, oh, I'm Mr. Transparent. How dare President Trump? I mean, that was outrageous. The way he treated President Trump, and I'm talking about Biden, the way he viciously attacked him when the documents happened. Oh, how irresponsible, how reckless national security in jeopardy. And now he's got documents all over the place. What a total, again, hypocrite. And also it just shows a very nasty and certainly not a transparent side. I don't believe anything that they're saying related to the documents, the way it's been handled and the way that they just continue to stonewall. 
I mean, the questions every single turn, it's like they won't even answer a question. Here is Mark Thiessen basically saying that he thinks Biden's arrogance is going to come back to bite him. He said, I have no regrets and there's no there there. Well, actually, there is there there. It's there and there and there. There's classified documents in all these places. (laughs) And so to say what the president should be saying is, look, classified documents, anytime classified documents are not in a secure place, a mistake has been made, something's gone wrong, I'm going to get to the bottom of what's happening. Instead, he says, no, no, no regrets. I did nothing wrong. Yeah. Everybody knows he did something wrong, including Democrats. And he's going to he's going to he's going to regret those words. Cruz. And Ted Cruz, as we're just talking about, had a great line today because he said, you know what? They don't only need to search Biden's locations. They also need to search those of his lovely, the most intelligent person he knows, Hunter Biden. FBI needs to search the University of Delaware archives, and they need to search Hunter Biden's home and business address. Yeah, you know what? I actually think they can make some grounds for that. I really do, especially given the documents. Let's start with the subpoenas. Let's see where this breadcrumb goes. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Chris in Tennessee, line five. Chris, your thoughts about all this? Yes, ma'am. First of all, Rita, you were the greatest on Fox News. And when you left, I just I left them. So. Oh, thank um, you, Chris. And by the way, I left for a much bigger offer at NBC. So it was it was. But I still have many friends, by the way, at Fox. And I, I had 10 awesome years there. So thank you so much, Chris. I loved it. Well, here's here's my point, Rita. I'm going to make it quick because I know this is a great show. Look. When they went to Mar-a-Lago, okay, the FBI raided the first lady's closet. They they went into the closets. They went everywhere. They went all over the place. They violated people's personal spaces. You don't see that happening over there at Joe Biden's places, do you? No, that's a great point. You're right. Remember, they like went through everything. They went through like Melania's and Barron's stuff. I mean, you're right. And it's like and here it's honor system. I keep using that phrase because it's astounding to me, Chris, how little oversight the FBI seems to care about to have in this case. Like clearly they got the message, go easy on Joe and go guns blazing with Trump, you know? Yes, ma'am. And and so, you know, for for this to be such a a sublime and subtle thing that has gone on with Joe Biden and with with Mike Pence and everything like that. Hey, let me tell you something. If you go into the first lady's closet and you violate her private space, let me tell you what, you are a bunch of scumbags, okay? But they're not doing that to Jill Biden. They're not doing that to Mike Pence's wife. OK, and so there's the double standard again. And you, I really you know want to thank you for taking my call. And, you know, Chris, okay? Chris, you know what? Thank you, by the way, too. And, you know, the other thing, too, I thought about as you're talking about this. How about after they went through all these very personal areas? Remember, they had all the photos that suddenly got leaked out. Think about all the leaks that came when those the raid happened on Mar-a-Lago. First, they announced the raid was happening. You know, hey, you look, you know, sirens, the whole to-do. You know, it's not like it was subtle. And then they put out the pictures. Remember, right afterwards, it was like almost minutes later. Guess what kind of documents we found related to this, 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 such specificity. 
And then they put the pictures out too, remember? Of like the documents laying next to a magazine and other stuff. And all of that prejudices the opinion of somebody. Where are any of those things about Biden? I would love to see the pictures of where in the garage they were found. Is there a picture of Hunter underneath the Corvette doing an engine change at the same time? I mean, we don't see, we don't know exactly where it is. We know it was in the garage, which is bad enough. But can you imagine the pictures? We don't have those. So just there's so many layers to this of unfair treatment to Trump and prejudice, clearly with a preference towards Biden. Um, and, and I'm so glad you called and hit those points up because it was such an invasion of privacy down at Mar-a-Lago. And you take good care of the beautiful state of Tennessee. I love Tennessee, Chris. Thanks so much, Chris. Thank you. Thank you very much. And everybody, when we come back, we're going to continue with your calls. You just heard back from Chris. Chris was saying, brought up a great point. Remember, they were rummaging through like Melania's underwear and Barron's closet. You know, I mean, can you imagine all the stuff in here? It's like, yeah, don't worry, Biden. We trust you. 1-800-848-9222. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And we are talking about the discovery of Pence, Vice President Pence, the former vice president, who now has documents in his house. How much you bet that probably every single member of Congress, current and former, as well as every former president and vice president is now scouring their homes? Uh, we were told that Obama was actually asked, hey, have you checked? Through yours, and they haven't given a reply yet uh, to the press. The Bush people say that they did do some sort of very comprehensive search, and that items, whatever they had, were all kind of given to the National Archives right after I think he left office. So it sounds like they kind of did that years and years and years ago. But I'm sure everybody else is checking. Wouldn't you love to check Bill and Hillary's home in Chappaqua? Can you imagine what comes up there? And how much do you think the fact that Vice President Pence now has these documents, does it help or does it hurt President Biden? It's interesting. I was talking about some of the new polls because, of course, I think things are definitely on the upswing for President Trump in terms of favorability, the way people look at all this, especially with this, the debacle of documents with Biden. There's another poll that just came out, and it's an Emerson College poll. That shows that former President Trump holds a three point lead over Biden in a hypothetical 2024 matchup. And by the way, Biden says that he's going to decide now after basically the State of the Union, uh, which is going to be on February 7th. So he's going to decide after that whether he's going to run again or not. He keeps delaying it because guess what? He's too busy discovering documents to even think about 2024. But I think. That this document debacle, I think, has just really, really hurt President Biden. It's made him look feeble. It's made him look unreliable. It's made him look belligerent, I think. And I think all of these things are going to hurt him should he decide to run in 2024. And I know a number of you also think that part of this is a bit of a setup by the Democrats to get rid of him. I wouldn't be surprised because I think he is one big eyesore 
for the Democratic Party. I think he's an eyesore for America. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Rick on line three. Rick, your thoughts about all this. Go ahead, Rick. Thanks for taking my call, Rita. I think the uh, biggest glaring difference is that Biden and Pence haven't taken $30 million from China, a diamond from China. They didn't have no-show jobs in Ukraine. Wait, you said Biden and Pence? You mean, tr- you mean Trump and Pence? Yeah, Trump and Pence didn't get $30 million from China. Yeah, no, by the way, that that's a great point, Rick, because there are so many questions right now about the money that went to Hunter Biden. And that's why I think this is going to get really ugly because the Republicans have said they definitely, in fact, tonight they were talking about in looking into all the layers of Hunter Biden, not just the obvious ones with some of the money like you're talking about from China and Russia and all this other stuff, but also looking at who was buying that crummy artwork that he was doing. Remember the artwork that looked he was like in second grade when he was doing the artwork? Well, there were reports tonight that the Republican House Oversight Committee is also looking at finding out who were the buyers. Remember, it was like, uh, like, hey, here's a canvas and let me throw a bucket of paint on it and I'm going to charge you $500,000. But there's no connection whatsoever to the fact that you're a buyer from China or anything like that. No, no, no. You really just know good artwork. My gosh. Well, now apparently the Republicans are saying we're going to kind of see maybe who was buying the artwork. Was there some dirty deal? Because who's going to pay 500 bucks for Who's going to spend 500 cents for that, let alone $500,000? Apparently, it was big money that he was making off of that. So there could be – there's like so many areas right now, and I think it's going to look really bad for Hunter Biden. And obviously, we'll get to the bottom of if there was money that went to, quote, the big guy. Uh, let's go to Maria, line four. Maria, your thoughts? Rita, to me, this is very clear. They went into Trump trying to get yet another thing to, I guess, stop him from running again. They went, they violated the Fourth Amendment, and everybody knows what they did to Trump. Well, they have, they found nothing. So now to the country, they cannot, I'm talking about the deep state, Democrats, liberals, whatever you want to call them. Now the administration cannot look like, oh, they went into Trump and so far nothing has been said or found out. So now, of course, they have to put someone or uh, justify and they go into Biden's documents. Isn't it weird how all these little boxes out of nowhere are showing up? I am not buying it. I'm not buying what's happening with Pence now. All of a sudden, everybody has little boxes that are coming up. This is just a way of them, the deep state, justifying what they did to Trump. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Nothing is going to get done to Trump or anybody because it's going to be, oh, everybody's been doing it. We're just going to have to watch it and and do better documenting from now on. Well, by the way, by the way, but I see I think this helps Trump, don't you? I mean, I think the fact that Biden, you know, Pence had it first off, who was kind of criticizing Trump about it because he's looking like he's going to maybe run for president. He now he has the documents. He has egg on his face. Biden clearly has, uh, you know, has a whole chicken farm on his face. You know, it's not even an egg. He's got the whole chicken farm, especially when it comes to Hunter. He's got like a like a chicken uh, industry. He's got bigger than Purdue, you know. Um, but so I actually think that this helps uh, Trump because it shows, wait a minute, you know, this was common practice. And again, 
The difference is Trump was president. He could declassify. So I actually think it really makes Biden just look like a fumbly, bumbly, feeble idiot and also a belligerent. I use the word because for him to say, I have no regrets, there's no there there. And yet they still haven't even searched other locations. The FBI is now saying they're going to look into it. Well, what about equal justice? We're going to continue with your calls after the break, everybody. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And tonight, some interesting details of the repercussions of having an open border. You know, uh, first off, I was hearing this story. Uh, our great, one of our great newsmen, Ken Connolly, was putting out something where he basically showed me that a month after, now it's been several months after the Hurricane Ian hit in Florida, that many people are still living in tents. They're basically homeless. They're living in really, really difficult conditions. And you start contrast that with the migrants that in like places like New York and elsewhere are being put up in four and five star hotels, courtesy of taxpayer expenses. And it's just unbelievable to hear some of the stories that are coming out at the way the migrants are saying thank you to taxpayers. First off, of course, we were hearing this story. Remember this from the Rowe Hotel where they basically were saying at the Row Hotel, again, this very nice hotel in Times Square, that the migrants were throwing out food, that the food that they were given just wasn't good enough. Take a listen to what one of the workers said there. This is insane. This is fresh. This is good food. This is bags and bags of food being thrown away. We throw away food that is perfectly fine. This is completely sad this is a waste we wasted a lot of food we got homeless in new york city and now we are finding out and we're going to talk about this later on in the hour that four migrants that were bused to new york city were arrested for shoplifting twelve thousand dollars worth that's a lot of stuff from macy's four of them that came from texas they were bused into new york city they were caught with thousands upon thousands of dollars of merchandise from a Long Island mall at the Macy's there, at Macy's Roosevelt Field. Wow, really sounds like we're bringing in some good folks. And boy, is that not a testament to a lack of appreciation and a lack of monitoring what's happening with people that are coming into our cities across the country. I can't wait to hear what the mayor and other people say about that. Uh, so wait, they've got a hotel room. Apparently two of them are staying in hotels, by the way, $400, $500 a night hotels. So they're getting that. Uh, two of them were part of the four that apparently robbed in Long Island, the Macy's, $12,000 worth of stuff. I mean, that's a lot of stuff. That's like, you know, like a five U-Hauls worth, depending what department you're going into there in Macy's. So what a mess of this. We're going to take your calls about that because it is so angry, frustrating. 
uh, infuriating. I can think of a whole bunch of words. When I read that, I thought, what a bunch of ungrateful. And the fact that they're staying in a hotel uh, that is much better than so many New Yorkers and other people in cities can stay at. Courtesy of taxpayer expense, throwing out the food, reports of booze, reports of a whole bunch of stuff. And then they're ripping off Macy's and then going back to their little hotel. I mean, this to me is unbelievable. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Meantime, we are talking about here on the Rita Cosby Show. We're going to continue your calls talking about this issue with President Pence now having documents, about a dozen of them, they believe, in his home. And now Biden, this is amazing to me. There's a headline of, the FBI is trying to decide if they should do searches of other Biden locations. Where's the question mark? Go in there. Why are you not searching every location? The guy seems to have documents in every single room in his house in his multiple homes. Why are we not checking every office that he had a role in, every basically home, every location? I mean, this is unbelievable to me. And now there is a big headline that apparently Ted Cruz and a number of other Republicans are calling for a search now for the FBI to hunt through not only Biden's homes, but also there's a request that maybe the University of Delaware, where Biden's Senate records are kept and they've been kept basically under seal, um, because remember, everybody wanted to know about the details. Remember when there was that woman that accused Biden of inappropriate behavior when she worked for him. She was a young staffer when he was in the Senate. Tara Reid, we had her even here on the Rita Cosby Show. And the documents related to her allegations against Biden were said to be stored during his Senate records, which were classified at the University of Delaware. So now there are Republicans saying that the FBI should go into those records and check to see What's in those records at the University of Delaware? I think they could make the case. My goodness, clearly he took documents from his Senate years. So why not go through where the documents are said to be? And in fact, at the University of Delaware, this is different than the Penn Biden Center. Apparently, there are 1,850 boxes of Biden Senate papers There's 415 gigabytes of electronic files that Biden gifted in 2012 to his undergraduate alma mater. And they won't release it. When they were trying to get the documents, Tara Reid, when she was making those accusations, again, then candidate Biden, she was saying, hey, you know, I filed a complaint. It would be in his Senate files. I did this. Take a look there. Guess what? Uh, They wouldn't release them. But boy, I think you could make the case that they need to be searched now to see what other national security documents and what else is in there. Boy, that could be a huge can of worm. 1,850 boxes? That's a lot of stuff. And again, this comes as now Republicans are also saying that they want to take a look at the money trail. The House Oversight Committee, James Comer, who's head of it, he is basically saying the next phase in the investigation on his end is into the Biden family to look into the classified documents and business relationships, specifically of the first son, the smartest guy Joe knows, Hunter Biden. And that includes the paintings that he sold for huge amounts of money at a big Apple gallery. Now, if you, again, have seen his artwork, he's no Monet. 
That's for sure. I can tell you that. Van Gogh would be crying to look at this. I mean, it is bad stuff. And yet he was making all this money. So is this going to be really ugly for Joe to say, hey, let's take a look at this? Because that artwork, by the way, Hunter was selling his artwork anywhere from $75,000 to $500,000, which certainly raises a big question, according to James Comer, why a party would pay such exorbitant prices for work by an amateur artist. That is literally in the letter that he sent saying we need to look at this. He also said we need to look at these suspicious activity reports related to Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine and China. That's when the banks were flagged. Apparently there's over 150 of these suspicious activity reports because there were so many questionable characters that he was dealing with and money was kind of changing hands fast and furiously and some of these offshore banks and all this other stuff that now they said, we want to get access to it. Typically, these suspicious activity reports by the Treasury are public domain. Why don't we see it? We absolutely should be able to see it, especially now that there are so many questions about Hunter Biden and national security documents. Uh, absolutely. Let's see exactly who was he doing business with, what flagged it to the Treasury. Do you think it's normal That somebody has 150, basically, flags from the Treasury Department for suspicious activity. And it's someone who's a family member of now the current president of the United States. You bet we better look at it. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And this all leads to Peter Ducey, who in the last 24 hours asked Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, The question a lot of people want to know. Take a listen. The House Oversight Committee chairman says this document situation has all the makings of a potential cover-up. Is President Biden involved in a cover-up? We've been very clear here from this administration. The president has been very clear that um, he takes this very seriously when it comes to the when it comes to classified information, when it comes to classified documents, and that his team has been um, has been fully cooperative uh, with this legal matter. Anything else, Peter? And this is, and I'm, I'm going to be very serious. You asked me kind of a question that everybody laughed at, which was interesting question to ask. But any other uh, any other underlying questions that you may have? I would refer you to my colleagues, the White House counsel. I'm going to continue to be prudent. I'm going to be continue to be consistent and refer you uh, to any questions you have there. Wow, that sounds like a real non-answer, non-answer. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to, um, let's go to uh, Sherilyn in Canada. Line three. Go ahead, Sherilyn. Hi, Rita. First of all, I wanted to tell you my favorite color is red, too, just like you. <laughs> hey, good, great minds think alike. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what I was calling you about is you mentioned who would want to pay this kind of money for the artwork that Hunter Biden did. Well, I think the reason they want to look into where they went is because you can hide stuff behind that canvas. Like wherever that artwork went, they could take the back of it off and there could be information back there. That's a grab. Ah, by the way, Sherilyn, that's really interesting. You're right. That's fat that it could have been like a, like more of like a transportation vehicle yeah. for something being in the back of a can like as by the way like a classified document or like something top secret that's kind of interesting. There was a movie sort of like that too. Remember like you've seen like you see sometimes in the movies where they put in the frame of the artwork or they put in the canvas 
And if you saw the way he did his artwork, uh, you have to believe there's something more to it. The paper is worth more. Just the canvas is worth more than the quality of the artwork. That's really fascinating. Who knows, Sherilyn? You might be onto something. Thank you very, very much. Uh, let's go to, let's go to, uh, Phil real quick in the Bronx. Phil, your thoughts. Yeah. Hi. Good evening, Rita. Um, my apologies, by the way, to your call screener. I drove him a little crazy before we had a misunderstanding. No, that's okay. Uh, I so, drive him crazy every night. So at least he's used <laughs> to it. No problem, Phil. <laughs> All righty. Now, the deal is this. They went after Trump. Okay, fine. What did they find? Nothing. He's a free man. They, they're going after Joe. We don't know what's going to happen. Now Pence is in the, in the puddle. Okay, what's going to happen with him? I'm curious. Nobody has even raised an eyebrow about the fact that President Obama, when he left the White House, he had a tractor trailer with no less than 385 huge boxes of paperwork that he took with him. Now, now I've got a question. Why aren't they looking at him? Nope, nobody's looking. And Camilla Harris and Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi's a lifer in the, in the, in this position that she's been in. What is going on? Why isn't there a general survey being taken of anyone who could have gotten anywhere near confidential or top secret documents? You know, Why aren't they called? You know what, that? Phil? You bring up a great point, and I bet you after this discovery by Pence, that is going to happen. By the way, they did actually. Uh, some media organizations did ask about Obama today. And the Obama team apparently is not responding yet at this point if they did a search. Uh, so there could be you're, I think, onto something because I bet you there's a lot of other documents out there. And boy, would it be interesting to see who took it and what. And especially Biden, of course. Uh, subject number one will continue after the break, everybody. Thanks, Phil. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Biden is not a lonely heart. He has some company now with Pence and others who have classified documents. But boy, I think the plot really thickens for Biden. Uh, now that we're hearing that the oversight committee, again, it's in GOP hands. James Comer, who's the head of that committee, says that they are going to subpoena everything tied to Hunter Biden to see if maybe there's something in those artworks, those pieces of artwork behind the canvas to see who bought it, to see who was shifting money to Hunter Biden, and then where did that money go? Remember, he was paying $50,000 a month in a home that he claims he owned, where those documents showed up in the garage, remember, in Wilmington, Delaware? Who pays your father $50,000 a month in rent? That doesn't make any sense. There's some blaring things that, obviously, James Comer said he plans to get to the bottom of. He says, so far, the White House has been fighting them tooth and nail, but he says the investigation's just beginning. Take a listen. 
We're disappointed that the administration's not working with us on anything. They're stonewalling everything. They're going to try to use the general counsel as an excuse not to provide us information. But fortunately, there are plenty of other sources, and hopefully those bank records will be able to answer a lot of questions that we have. Boy, wouldn't you love to see those bank records? And this is the way James Comer describes the situation with Hunter Biden and the big guy. Take a listen. The, the amazing thing that we've been able to uh, determine thus far is how many different transactions into different accounts and how many different LLCs that Hunter Biden had that he was doing, quote, consulting work for other people who were getting million-dollar payments directly from the CCP into their account. I mean, this isn't uh, the most complex uh, investigation on the planet. You know, uh, investigating Hunter, the Biden family is about like tracking a bleeding bear through a snowstorm. I mean, there's evidence everywhere. That's a lot of evidence. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Glenn in Virginia. Line four. Glenn, your thoughts. You're here on the Rita Cosby Show. Hi, uh, my thoughts on the, uh, on, uh, Vice President Penn and, um, Pence, excuse me, and Joe Biden is that they're going to be treated the same and they're going to get basically the same treatment that Hillary Clinton got. Uh, and they're going to say, well, you know, you made some terrible mistakes and yes, some laws may have been broken, but uh, it's not worth uh, prosecuting. But on President Trump, uh, Merrick Garland is a wounded soul, and he's going to put all his vengeance forth on President Trump, and he's going to indict him and work his best to have him convicted. See, I see, no, hang on, Glenn. I think that on the documents thing, I don't think there's any way he can do it now. I think he'll try to find other ways to now go around it. It's like a dart, like you throw darts, like... Let me see. Can I indict him on this? Uh, can I indict him on this? And then, oh, shoot, Biden had worse. Wait a minute. Shoot. Uh, Pence had some, too. Shoot. I can't go after Trump now. But I think he's going to try. They're also, remember, investigating all the January 6th partisan committee stuff. That, too. Um, they're also they're just looking for, I think, any way, any different direction. I think he's still determined to go after Trump for an indictment. I just don't know if he thinks he can make the case uh, with a straight face, even as partisan as I think Merrick Garland is on the documents case, because now that his old buddy Biden, his boss, technically has added so much worse. I think he's going to have trouble making the case. But I hear you. I think he's still determined to try to come up with something tied to Trump. I think he thinks about it 24 seven. Clearly, Biden does. And the Democrats do. Uh, let's go to Robert in Philly. Robert, your thoughts. You just heard Glenn thoughts. Go ahead. Good to talk to you, Rita. Before I get to my point, I would submit to you that the people that were buying his art paintings were the same people that were donating to the Clinton Foundation about 10 years ago. Okay, so that all ties together. No, that's a good point. You're uh, right. You're right. It'd be interesting to see if there is uh, any overlap there. Yeah, all of Stan's buddies are involved. I'm starting to really enjoy this. But like I said, please, you know how like when I said that at the moment he appointed the special counsel, they would refer all questions to the special counsel. Yep, actually, well, you're right. You're right, and and that's what that it's like a canned line. You are exactly right, Robert, when you said that. Well, I think that that would the same dynamic would apply if the word impeachment is even mentioned. I'm telling you, Rita, if they don't impeach and just drag this out for two years, I'll love it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, We'll see where this goes. And they can uncover a lot in those bank records and a lot of other stuff in a short time. We'll continue after the break. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 
The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, where we honor our great military and their families, a very powerful story coming from the Cherokee Nation, where they honored three veterans with the Medal of Patriotism during their January meeting of the Council of the Cherokee Nation. Now, among those honored was Stephen Michael Cheatham, who joined the Marines in March 1996. He served as a C-130 Hercules loadmaster. Gunnery Sergeant Cheatham was selected to become a member of the world-renowned Blue Angels demonstration team. Wow. And served as a jungle warfare training center instructor and also tracking expert. He also then served as the detachment commander responsible for protecting the Department of State Embassy in Algiers, Algeria, and was deployed boots on the ground to Iraq with the Marine Corps' storied fighting Fifth Corps. By the way, each month, the Cherokee Nation recognizes Cherokee servicemen and women for their sacrifices as a way to demonstrate the high regard in which all veterans are held by the tribe. Native Americans, including the Cherokees, are thought to have more citizens serving per capita than any other ethnic group, according to the U.S. Department of Defense. How fantastic. Bravo to our Native Americans, uh, and especially here in this case, the Cherokee Nation, for honoring, of course, great veterans among their ranks. What a beautiful, beautiful story. Well, something that isn't beautiful is Hunter Biden's artwork. Boy, is it just downright scary. But he's been selling it for seventy-five to $500,000. And now uh, the GOP says they're going to get to the bottom of who was buying it, when, why, was there anything promised? There are so many questions tonight. And, of course, a lot of members of Congress are saying, that Biden, now it looks like, of course, all the different members are checking to see, do they have top secret documents? Do they leave any at home? And, of course, this comes as President Biden isn't saying anything. He doesn't want to talk about it, just ignoring it. The White House just gives that canned line like you hear over and over again. And many members of the GOP say Biden definitely stands out in terms of the way he has handled this document debacle that many believe is just the tip of the iceberg. Take a listen. Here's Congressman Mike Waltz talking earlier today. I think the difference with Biden here is just how long this goes back uh, to what you're hearing in the Senate. I could tell you we're within a room, within a room, within a room. I really want to see what type of documents were exposed here. I find it disturbing that the White House is not confirming that a review from the intelligence community is actually happening. Because at the end of the day, it's not the number of documents, it's the quality of the documents. And what's in the documents? And you've got your drug-addicted son in the middle of all this, too. So this opens the can of worms to really look into Hunter Biden And especially if they get access to those bank records like we were just talking about with James Comer and also to see where those hits came, those activity reports that were suspicious, 150 of them, that somehow they weren't released, even though they're normally public information, at least for members of Congress. Boy, this could be a huge can of worms. And also 
uh, John Ratcliffe, who is the former head of intelligence, defense intelligence, basically said that, listen, the problem with Biden's case is that this goes back now five decades. So they could potentially be going back very far to see where were the documents? What were the documents? Why did he have documents again as senator? Right now that stands out because the other senators say they weren't even allowed to leave a secure room. That's been consistent on the Republicans and the Democratic side. So this could get really ugly quickly for the Biden family. And I think that this is really the beginning of the end for Biden. I just think it looks so bad. And his, again, defiance and the way he's handled this just looks so unseemly. And I think Hunter Biden, boy, I just think there's going to be so many things coming out there. There's so many big glaring things that this administration has been covering up for. They haven't released this. They haven't released that. Well, guess what? When subpoenas start coming, they will have to release it. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Curtis in North Carolina. Go ahead, Curtis. You're here on the Rita Cosby Show. Hey, um, you know, I think this double standard with uh, uh, Biden and and Democrats and Donald Trump, the way they, they keep on going after him, trying to turn everything he does into a crime, I think this remind should should remind us of something that Rush Limbaugh told us um, over and over. God rest his soul. What he told us again and again. Okay, what did he say? He said that the left will show you whom they fear, and they are trying to turn they are trying to turn every, every his every breath into a crime, even at the hazard of facing Ron DeSantis as the nominee. Now, that tells me something right there. That tells me they understand that Donald Trump is the best candidate for, he is the best man for the job still to this day, even with all of his flaws, he is still the best man for the Oval Office. And by the way, Curtis, you, and Curtis, you can see, Dave, I agree with you. They still fear him. They still worry about him. And if you look at some of the polls, he is by far the leading candidate, uh, on the GOP side. And some of the latest polls show him definitely beating President Biden, Biden slipping and Trump rising as people are seeing some of the facts in these case. I agree. I think they worry about him. I think they fear him. And I think they will try to do anything they can. And this like weaponization of documents, the way they handled the Trump case versus Biden is just so apparent. Uh, Curtis, thank you. Great points. Let's go to Stan. Uh, Forest Hills, go ahead, Stan, your thoughts. Uh, Reagan Library. I think it's time that we go in and see uh, if there's any documents about Iran-Contra. There should be stuff there. I think we should check the Reagan Library. Oh, I think we should also check uh, Nixon's, uh, though he's dead and Reagan's dead. Nixon, too. Uh, he had documents. And of course, Watergate. No, who knows what he had? Oh, yeah. Let's also go George Bush the first as well. He had documents as well. I mean, we're going to play this game. Let's you go left all out, the way you down left the out line. Carter. What about what about uh, oh, Rosalind's underwear? Jimmy Carter, yeah. I'm what about Rosalind's underwear? Uh, uh, Gerald Ford too, and maybe J- Jack Kennedy. <laughs> no, they might have some doozies with him. But uh, yeah. By yeah, the way, by the way, Stan, can you imagine? You're right, J- JFK. That could be some interesting uh, stuff. But I think you know it's you know it's funny. I mean, obviously it is wild, Stan. But I bet you. Uh, at least, well, we've heard that the Bush team, they, they said they did a super intense search afterwards. It sounds like these others didn't even really do a search at all. Um, and clearly Biden, who knows what. Um, but I think there's a lot of people in Washington searching their uh, boxes and their closets and, and their uh, safes right now just to see what they got. 
uh, you know, because they don't want to be suddenly like six months later, hey, how come you didn't turn it over? Um, but I do think still Biden stuff stands out, Stan. I mean, you look at the way it was handled and he still says, oh, it's not my fault. I have no regrets. Come on. I mean, his stuff was laying all over the place. It's a little different than than Pence in a locked safe. Go ahead, Stan. Well, let's let's get something straight about Donald Trump. OK, as far as I'm concerned, if the FBI wanted to go in again with guns, they had the right to because he is a threat to the country. We know that. And, uh, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean we know that? This country. Well, oh, Stan, and you're telling me, you're, that's, first of all, that is no, a ridiculous is statement. True. We know about January 6th. Are we going to go over this again? Donald Trump is a threat to the democracy of this country, and the FBI did exactly what they were supposed to do. All right, so orange man bad, Biden is a brilliant man, and Hunter Biden's a great artist. Go ahead, Stan. Go with Hunter Biden. You've got nothing other than Hunter Biden doesn't play into this game. Oh, but yes, he does. Yes, he does. He was living in the same house where Joe Biden had his documents strewn all over the place. And you seem to think uh, that the guy is like Rembrandt. Go ahead, Stan. I was in the art business. The guy has no art talent whatsoever. Oh, good. So, Stan, we finally agree on that. All but, right. Uh, as, far, <laughs> you, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the, uh, the attorney general. He may indict. You might be right on the fact that he may not indict on the documents. That's a possibility. I think, I think at this point, to go around I Trump. think if there's an indictment coming, it should go against Biden and the it documents. They were so sloppy. Trump will be indicted. That's for sure. Well, Donald and, Trump will and be by indicted. the way, this this is, DOJ has been so blatantly biased. They are clearly looking for anything they can with Trump. And this just highlights it. The way they handled the Mar-a-Lago raid and the way that they have soft-pedaled this Biden administration, the way they've handled this, this is abominable. It is so blatant, Stan. Barr. And it's just, How and, about Barr, which was worse? Miss Doctor uh, Attorney General Barr, who was doing stuff for him. What are you kidding? Are you absolutely – do you know what he did? So please – there's no comparison. Hey, I want an yeah, investigation. Yeah, Barr, Barr, Barr has to open mouth and insert foot after everything with Biden. Believe me, after this, uh, there's a lot of people going, you know, somehow uh, Trump is looking pretty good compared to the way Biden is. Biden can't even remember to zip up his pants or who shaking hands with dead air and leaving documents all over the place. And that's the president of the United States, Stan. That is a pathetic situation to be in. But Stan, I still love you. And I always love hearing from you, Stan. Uh, Happy New Year. (laughs) Thank you, Stan. I'm glad we agree on the artwork because, boy, that artwork is bad. I knew Stan had a good eye for art. I knew that at least. I wasn't sure about the rest, but I knew he had that. Um, Let's go to Jim, line four. Jim, your thoughts about all this? Yeah. Hello. Uh, Thank you very much. Oh, geez, I'm honored to follow the uh, Forest Hills fruitcake there. So, uh, oh, you're referring to Stan. By the way, Stan actually yeah. did make a good statement. He said Hunter Biden's oh, okay. artwork is terrible. So he's got a good art, art eye. you got to give him credit All for right. that. All right. Listen, have you figured out what that $50,000 supposedly rent was all about? Did you guess? Well, I can guess a whole bunch of things. I want to hear your guess. Go ahead. My guess is it's, it's laundered money. Here's what I think. Red China makes payments to Penn Biden. The the money is transferred to Hunter Biden. He becomes the bag man who delivers the money to Joe in Delaware. That money, that $50,000 is laundered money from red China. That's what I think. Well, and Jim, that's what the GOP wants to get to the bottom of to see if indeed that is the case, because it certainly looks fishy. 
I mean, to your point, it looks really, really fishy. Let's go to Don in West Virginia. Go ahead, Don, your thoughts about all this. Well, a lot of call-in people recently have been talking about the, a lot of high-level high level Democrats trying to push Republicans into an impeachment because they figure that an impeachment here will take the pressure off of some of these uh, House investigations. It might turn up a lot of information about them they don't want Oh, that's an interesting point, Don, to sort of keep the focus on Biden. I mean, they seem to be throwing him under the bus pretty quickly, but I think it's because the facts belie him to be thrown under the bus. But, I mean, you hear Dick Durbin and and Manchin and a whole bunch of other Democrats, Tim Kaine, all are saying this looks really bad for Biden. Uh, But maybe there's some ulterior motive behind it. I mean, they maybe are happy uh, to get rid of him. And I think they know the whole Hunter Biden stuff looks so bad. And I think that uh, they would rather have him out of office because then it would take the pressure off what could get really ugly very quickly if they get these bank records, if they get some of the documents we were just talking about where the 50,000 went from the House. Boy, are there a lot of questions. And before I go tonight, I want to get your thoughts on this. This is so shocking. Remember, New York City Mayor Eric Adams said, History is going to look at how we handle these people, the migrants that come to New York. Remember when he made this statement? Take a listen to that. This is cut number three. This is the moment that's going to judge us in history. And as we've always done, we're going to reach the moment that's expected of us. And so here is the moment of history. And we're finding out again that the migrants that are put up in these nice, cushy four and five star hotels, well, They were throwing food away. Here's one of the workers there at the fancy hotel. We have complained rigorously about the waste of food. If you know you're throwing away so much food, why won't the city say, let's have accountability? Let's shorten down the rations and let's throw less food away. Yeah, let's not throw any food away. I mean, if you're getting food from taxpayers, you're getting a free four or five star hotel, some cases getting Medicare, uh, uh, getting medical care, rather, forgive me. Also getting education, getting phones. I'm trying to think of everything else. Now you're getting robbed, too. Guess what? Four migrants that were bused to New York City have been busted for shoplifting $12,000 from Macy's. So much for appreciating what America has given them. What are your thoughts about this? And is this basically New York City getting a taste of what's happening to Texas and Arizona every single day? What should happen to these people? And what should New Yorkers say about this? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And tonight, I am outraged at the news that four migrants that were bused from Texas were busted in Long Island, New York, at the Nassau County Mall, and they had snatched up to $12,000 worth of merchandise from Macy's. We're hearing these stories of a whole bunch of different migrants who have been living at these hotels that are four and five star hotels, throwing the food out, drinking booze, uh, abusing some of the workers there. Uh, there's like allegations of assault. 
uh, sex romps in the stairway. Uh, so much for appreciating coming to this country. And you think about what's going on with our veterans and so many of our other homeless individuals that are citizens of America. They're not getting these free things, these free perks. And the thanks we get are these people who are not vetted at the border. There's no way that they can vet them. So many people are crossing the border. It's just impossible to keep track. And now we know, by the way, that of what they believe are about 5 million that have crossed the border since President Biden took office, 1.2 million of them are gotaways that they just have no way to keep track of. Those are sort of the questionable ones. And how many of them have crossed the border that we don't know about? We have simply no idea. But we do know that often people who have committed crimes in other country are coming through the southern border. They're not getting vetted. They're not getting checked. And those that are coming here don't seem to appreciate what we're giving them. And we know that of these four, by the way, that are now charged with stealing, shoplifting, and that's a lot of goods that you got to take $12,000 worth of goods from a Macy's store, these illegal migrants who came in, two of them are living, guess what the address was when they had to list what address they had, two of them, the Weston Hotel on West 57th Street in Manhattan, the Weston Hotel. So they're living in the Weston Hotel, they're getting free food, they're getting all this other stuff, And that's not good enough. Now they're going and robbing $12,000 worth of goods from Macy's. What is your reaction to this? And just how shameful is this? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. To me, this is just astounding that they are doing all this. They're getting the free this. They're getting the free that. I want to hear from also New York officials who have been pushing, of course, the sanctuary city policies. And now at the end of the day, they're getting robbed in Macy's. To me, this is so shameful. This is exactly why we need to screen people who are crossing our border. We can't make it a free-for-all. We have to check these things. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Here is, by the way, Mark Thiessen, conservative commentator, saying, you know what? Uh, New York said they want to be a sanctuary city. Maybe we didn't want to say that, but leaders did. And now they're just experiencing what everybody on the border deals with every single day. And this is basically a good example of that. Take a listen. This is why that governors in places like Texas and Arizona have been busing these migrants to places like New York and Washington and Chicago. It's the, the biggest problem we have in our politics and why nothing gets solved is because the elites in these cities like New York and Washington never feel the impact of the policies that they impose and the calamities that they impose on the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. And so what these governors have done is they're giving New York and Washington a taste of what's happening in Eagle Pass. The difference between New York and Eagle Pass is, last I checked, Eagle Pass did not declare itself a sanctuary city. Mm-mm. New York did. And so if you want these policies to change, if you're unhappy with all these things, vote new leaders in. I mean, there, I, I'm old enough to remember when, Repo- when New Yorkers elected Rudy Giuliani and we had a Republican mayor who came in and cleaned, cleaned, cleaned this stuff up. If, you, if you're unhappy with what's happening in your city, do something about it. So I say deport them. I mean, what the heck are we waiting for? I hope that these guys get deported immediately. And this is exactly why we need to be vetting them at the border. It is ridiculous. A bunch of ungrateful, illegal migrants who come through, and now we find out 
that they're stealing $12,000 worth of goods that a four and five star hotel, I'd love to be put up in a Westin hotel and have food service and champagne and everything else, courtesy of American taxpayers. How dare you not give that to American citizens first? And why are they still in this country? They should be exported. They should be deported immediately. What do you think, everybody? Let's go to Simon real quick, line one. Simon, your thoughts. Yeah, Rita, how you doing? I think um, it's not only the Western Hotel. It's in many hotels in Manhattan. I'm, I live in the city. It's in many. We have the Lucerne. We have the Beacon. So many hotels are full of migrants. So you can't even get a room because they're there for long term. You know, so we're paying their, their room service. Absolutely. And, and you know what? You know, Simon, you bring up a good point that a lot of people at these hotels are really furious because they don't have regular customers. They just have the migrants there. I mean, they can't even have regular customers. Great points. Let's go to Andrew. Uh, line six. Andrew, your thoughts, my friend. They're the opposite of the lady from Deutschland, from Dutchland, and the quiet hero. They're the opposite of your parents who totally love the country and uh, were extremely patriotic. So uh, I would deport them. But I want to ask, why do you think that these particular immigrants or migrants are not appreciative like your parents and my wife? Maybe because they're so spoiled that they their mindset is like po- poison because everyone's treating them like royalty and kiss, kissing up to them. You know what? That's a great point. And they don't appreciate it because they didn't have to work hard to get here. There was like that big neon sign, come on in. And thank you for those nice words about my parents. Obviously, I'm first-generation American, but my parents had to study the language, take a test. It took many years. They did it the right way. And I think people resent those who just walk right in. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.